Uh, there is something that I am having to come to terms with, like, kind of in real time. Um, that's quite a challenging thing for me, because, and, like, I don't know, like, it's just very challenging for me. I don't know how many people would even understand. Um, Because like, okay, I'll just spit it out and then we'll go. Um, basically, I'm having to come to terms with literally my right ear doesn't work quite right. Um, it's either that or... Um, something to get very technical with it. Um, I used to mix, mix artists, bands, whatever. I used to tour. That's what I used to do. Then I went to a church full time for a while and sometimes not part, not full time. And I was like head audio guy there. Uh, like big church in Nashville, you know, like one of the biggest in Nashville. And, um, Basically, I'm having to ter- come to terms with, like, uh, this, like the, my ear, my right ear, literally won't hear properly. Like, it distorts when um, I listen to things. But it's not all the time. And that's what I need to explain. It's something I've come to notice that this, is, this may be so off track for some people but it's like my whole world or used to be so to speak um was mixing frequencies like vibrations like um waveforms like the whole thing used to be my wheelhouse like literally um i was very natural at it i just picked it up very simple to me it didn't even take much i didn't even have to think about it really it was just like an art or pra- like a thing that you would you would develop and you master the skills to the degree you can um, between you and technology, you know, type of thing, interfacing with it. And then you just, um, that's about it, you know. So, um, what I've come to notice over time is when you listen to albums and music from back in the day, they're always mixed in a certain way that's less um, high-end, so like less, to use other words, less hi-fi, more like, like smooth vinyl type of thing. I'm going to start describing sound probably in weird ways. It's how I describe sound. I don't know how to describe sound very well. But I know like how to use a console and like mix a band and stuff. And on a computer at the, this point. So I didn't, want, didn't even think I would do that. But anyways, um, COVID happened and then it happened. Um, yeah, so... What I've noticed is like even on tour or like um, when you go listen to when you go to a concert, there's basically no one seems to be able to really like get into it super well. 
because they're not interested in it, because, like, they get on their phones. And I'm like, you pay money to go to a concert, and you have a phone that's on Facebook, checking out the news feed? Like, okay, that's a new one for me. I'll try to fit that one into the world, too. Um, doesn't make a lick of sense to me. I thought you were there to uh, go to a concert, but listen, you know, to the band, look at them, entertain you. But it's the thing is, when you hear the sound out of the speakers, literally, it's, it's like so ultra fine hi-fi crap. There's so much high-end versus low-end these days. I can't find any PA out there, any sound system out there, they didn't, they didn't seem to be like, like on the road, I'm always like, give me more subs, low end, than you think is necessary. Like, like it's like you need, you know, someone specs you on a, like a little like a computer on smart or something. It's like a program thing. Anyways, someone selects you um, like a PA and it says, oh, you need eight dual 18 subs for this venue. And it's like, no, like my gut feeling is I need at least 16, maybe 24 in a certain pattern so that then we can actually like have a proper way to produce low end compared to high end. But what I'm noticing is like at the show the other day, um, literally the low end is almost like vacant. Like I don't know where it went. Like, so, Matt Campbell, um, like, I grew up with him. Uh, funny story, real quick. I don't know if anyone else wants to hear stories like this, but I guess someone can let me know if they're ever listening to this stuff. Um, he, first time I ever met Matt Campbell, he's bass player. He's best bass player I've ever really interacted with um, as far as, like, tone goes. Like, as far as, like, the way it sounds and the way he can play it. You know, in my opinion, just because that's how I, what I grew up with, like his sound, his tone or whatever. So um, first time I ever met Matt was at some like, uh, like music recital thing in like seventh or eighth grade or something like this, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I don't know, middle school. And I go to try to plug in my cable to like my bass because we're both playing bass. I try to go plug in my bass to the thing, to the amp, so that we can both be playing at the same time. And he says, no, it's okay, we don't have to do that. And I was like, okay, sounds good, I'll just fake it. And I didn't even care. I think it's funny. Um, so anyways, <laughs> like, uh, I'm used to like hearing things the way they used to be mixed back in the day, where there's like, there's like low end to high end balance is more in balance, like an actual balance to how the ear hears it, not to like how a freaking computer hears, hears it. If you put a computer on it, like it's going to, um, it's going to like make the sounds become like more AI. That's what I like the consoles. I couldn't stand, you know, like Digico. Ah, it's too it's too perfect to have any, like, it's like, it's like, uh, how do you, okay, it's like, okay, um, go find wood. Now find, no, don't find a species of wood, find wood. 
Find like literally the original core of wood. What is wood? No species, no colors, no anything. What is wood? And it's like so crystal clear that it's almost like wrong to my ears. So in a way, that's like a backwards compliment, I think is might be what it's called, something like that. Um, the last console that literally was able to produce what I'm talking about that I've been on was like um, a, uh, a, a Midas Heritage 3, I guess, 3000. Um, and these days, it's like even you listen to records and how they're mixed, most of them are, are, like, are like so hi-fi that like my ears have issues listening to them. But then I can literally, it's like my ear distorting, ear distorting, ear distorting. And then all of a sudden, I literally like uh, turn it down, still not happening. It's like, it's like I can hear the, I don't know if there's like digital distortion and my ear can hear it. I don't know. It's weird. But no, it seems more like it's the wrong kind of frequency like it's not wrong, it's just different, but it's like the frequency response is like too much high end compared to low end. Or it's just out of balance compared to how it is when you can actually use like a physical analog console to mix. So the, the older records and stuff, they don't bother me. There's even some like, uh, like some artists records that don't bother my ears either at all. Um, Artists like uh, Maroon 5, the, like the oldest stuff, like that stuff doesn't bother me. Sometimes Coldplay will. It's like just too much, too much like fuss energy going on in the, in the mix. Or too much distortion going on in the mix. So you can't, so like all the frequencies start like, um, like, messing around with each other and it makes a whole mess of things especially in a live setting it's like a, it's like when you only have the digital console so you're already like into ai mode um you're interfacing with like ai in a way to lit to produce sound out of speakers to like then you listen to ai in a way it's like it's like it's the same thing as like me having a computer that just looks different to, to organize sound waves and frequencies and vibrations in certain ways and certain patterns, weave them all in certain patterns to like create the sound that you hear. And it's like for me, um, what I used to do all the time was like, I felt like I was painting sound. I don't even know how you just would say that, but painting sound through a console. It was like the console... Um, because it was analog, you could like paint it. It already had like a background color to it. You know, that's the thing with like the new consoles. It's so clear. There's no background color to it anymore. And so it makes it extremely difficult on my ears to like, my ears can't take it. They literally can't take it don't have the background it's like what we like what kind of space are we listening to when you tune into the venue kind of space and, it, and it's like 
you're hearing all the reflections off the walls. No, we need to like focus our ears to the PA, but we also need to have a background to which we can like reference uh, like, like it needs to have a canvas. It's like, how do you paint something in midair? I don't know. Couldn't figure it out. Um, so, with all that, hopefully it gives you at least an idea of where I'm coming from with it when I say the low in frequencies are not loud enough or you can't feel them enough compared to how it used to be. And because of that, it's throwing my system out of whack, my body out of whack when I'm listening to it and my ear distorts. It's like you have no bottom floor. You have no low end. You can't feel it. What happened to the feeling? It's like everyone like lost the ability to feel the low end or something. And so like they, um, so it's like, it's like everyone's mixing it now so that you only like hear the low end. And I'm like, yeah, but like what happened? My, the rest of my body wants to like be involved in the music too, you know? It wants to be a, um, feeling good with the music. And it's like, why? It's like, you know, the more I'm, uh, I, I was around all of the shows and stuff I was, we were doing, it's like, uh, or, or at church, you know? It's like the more I would watch that like I could adjust like the low end or high end, like, pretty substantially week to week without people noticing, which is surprising to me, to see how, like it's to to test things, like to see if I could get people more engaged in the audience just by changing the frequency response or the EQ of like the pastor as he's talking. Like I experimented with this stuff all the time. Uh, Because it's like your job, right? You're trying to do the best you can. So it's like, oh, that's a good idea. I should see if adjusting that would actually put people's attention off their phones and actually onto the stage more. And you know what? Surprisingly, it did work half the time to the degree that it was like a good worship set. If it was a terrible worship set or it didn't go over well or, you know, like... Just some things about it wouldn't, like the band couldn't gel or some, you know, whatever it could be. Um, all the situations, uh, like I couldn't get it to, to gel right. So it's like on me too. Like um, I would try to help people, um, but I only knew how to help people like in coaching them and stuff in like a certain way because I don't know how to describe sounds. So um, anyways... Um, with all that, it's like what I've noticed is like there's just so much uh, focus of someone, someone's energy or someone's consciousness onto like a mind activity these days um, after COVID. I've noticed it more so after COVID than before, for sure. Um, but like it was even like uh, the first show that we did was um, like in the parking lot of the church after it hit, got hit by a tornado. And, uh, and like it was right after COVID. It was like the first time like CTS had come, like audio company had come, d- did any show or anything like since we heard the PA or something. I don't know. Somebody said that. Don't know if it's true. Um, 
But anyways, like first time to hear PA since COVID happened out, out front and it feels so good. And I'm like, yes, it does feel good. But like, um, we're missing like what's happened to the low end. Like, you, you know, it's like you have like 16 or 12 boxes up top and it's like we used to at least equal them out. Uh, for the most part, uh, I would always want more like double just it's here's I'll explain why double. Okay. It's called pressure. Oh, like you need, you need the like pressure of the frequency to be transmitted throughout the whole venue. The actual like pressure throughout the whole venue, the whole thing, not just from stage to front of house, not just like, um, not just like steered uh, in other ways. To prevent power alley stuff. No, like we need to, we need subs to produce pressure throughout the entire venue equally, so that everyone can experience things the same way. It's like pressure. It's not. It's not a frequency hearing thing. It's not for your ears. It's for your body. Your body needs to feel it. That's what used to happen or used to be able to happen. So there's old PAs out there still, I probably, that like would actually, like I don't know if the boxes could be messed up enough to produce a hi-fi sound uh, that would be anything pleasing to your ears. Like they literally design different so they can't do it. So a box like Nexo, um, like the big, um, I don't know, but big gray boxes back in the day, those can, like, you can almost not do go wrong with them because there's literally four sections to that PA. There's a high, a mid, a low, and then there's like a sub. There's literally a, it's like a four-way PA with weird kinds of configurations and stuff. It's, it almost can't be messed up because the lowest box literally can't be can't emit any other frequency responses. So it's like at least emitting an immense amount of pressure into the environment, which is what you need. Um, that's what the old boxes afford you. That like the K1 boxes or the K2s that I was just listening to, they don't do it. They're too pristine to produce the pressure right. It's like something happened. I don't know. It went digital. And then it's like everyone lost the ability to feel or something. I don't know. It's weird. I just noticing from all the mixes that I've heard and from all the stuff I've been, I've been around. And even it's on records too. It's like when you go in the box only, which means you're only mixing on a computer with plugins on a, on a platform. It's like... If you only do that, it's like you, can, you almost can't replicate like bass the right way. Like Sir Bengina from wherever he's from, somewhere over the pond, I think, he can do it pretty well, actually, in the box. But uh, it's still, you know, it's still, if it's in the box, it's still lacking a little bit with like the, um, like, let's go back to PA to show you an example. Like if anyone knows about PAs, this is the only way you're going inter- to be interested in this probably. Uh, or hopefully someone's interested in just the weirdness of it. Um, uh, it's like 
The other boxes like L Acoustics, uh, I think it's L Acoustics VDOS boxes. Those are pretty good too. Uh, even, even like so with when I used to tour with um, the band Skillet, um, we used to have the Meyer sound. Um, like what is it? They're older Milo's. Yeah, Meyer Milo's, and those those boxes would go. That they could produce 808 sounding pressure throughout the environment pretty well. And I always had way more subs than I needed wherever I could go, uh, except for the larger venues. And then it was just like, well, what's you going to do? Um, because you had to work within reason. But it's like these days, it's like, you know, companies almost like want to send out the better gear and have the big bad stuff like out on display so that everyone sees it and they don't even almost care that it's like, yeah, we'll throw in an extra box or two. Like, who cares? And it's like these days, that's what they're all about. And like back in the day, it's like, no, you had to like almost figure out like, nope, not space. Nope, can't afford another truck, you know, whatever. And it's like, it seems to be a bit different these days. Uh, for at least the bigger artists, they always just whatever they need, who cares, will make it work because they want the accounts, you know, they want the name, they want the publicity, this whole thing. And it's fine. It's good. It's just um, like, I don't know what to do about this frequency response stuff. It doesn't seem like it's going to like, I don't know what it does in the long term, but I know that it messes up my ear when I listen to it. And so there's another element to it too, with like church sound specifically. It's like um, your, my ear couldn't work well with it because there's so much distortion going on in like, like bass signals now uh, in... Like back in the day, no, you, d you, you would have like just the bass and your finger and you're playing. Like that's the way people, you, the good players, that's how they play, you know. Now it's like, like, give me a pick, you know. And it's like what the distortion, it like takes up so much space in a mix or in a sound field that literally, I like, I use the word sound field. Um, like it takes up so much space in the sound field that literally the... Um, that you can't, the more you add around it, the worse it gets because it's like the harmonics on the distortions between your bass and that guitar player and that guitar player are not in time sync at all. The, the distortion itself is like redistorting different frequencies all the time. So they're not really in sync. It's like literally having an like inherent and inherent timing timing errors so like you you there's like there's ways to do it though to where it does in be in sync but it's not so out of whack like the band muse it's like but they work on the tones like with each other and it's like you go into a church sound thing and literally it's like most of like I don't know if all of them do it like this, but like the way we used to do it was like, uh, you know, band comes in and it's all new band every week, but new vocals, new band, everything. And it's like some of them and half of them tour. And so they come in 
and their gear is all set to like different road specs and like then you you you're trying to like make it all match up and it's like it's like your the sound guy gets has a way more challenging time to be what's the word my my friend Trent said the other day consistent it's up to the sound guy to keep the church sounding consistent while the band comes in and changes all the time. It's an interesting dilemma and an interesting uh, experience and it's, it, it's a good like, uh, way to learn about stuff and get better at things rather quickly compared to like, just being on the road with like, one artist at once because you always have the same tones basically and the whole thing on tour is all revolving around that same show and same thing at a church but at the same time when the artists when they're they're playing with like you know country artists or whatever like they come in and they have different sounds and it's like it's a weird thing that was happening okay oh i know this everyone has different sounds so what was happening is um by like the end of it, it's like, it's like they want, uh, they want the one who's, who's played with Taylor Swift to come on stage. But then simultaneously, um, they want like the, the tone to be the, not, like, not like the way he would want it to be. But in particular, like, no, and, uh, and not to say that, like, um, some of them, like, they could, they could, their tone already was really good, you know? But then there's some of them, like, for instance, like, it got to the point where it was trying to be so commercialized, where, like, uh, every, every single stage had to be set up the same way, so, like, bands could come in, but they couldn't, it was, like, player as the muse, for our tracks to make it look like um, like we could turn the tracks on and have the full band play, but at the same time, uh, we need the players on stage or else we look fake. So um, what we're going to do is set up the stage so uh, that the keyboard players couldn't bring their own gear in anymore. Um, and it's sometimes, you know, helpful to the people, but then sometimes it's like you're also reducing creativity and stuff uh, inside the place. And so it's not, it's not a, it's a weird dilemma with like backs, like behind the scenes meetings and stuff, all wanting it all to be like sounding like, like the record, you know, everywhere. And why doesn't it sound like Nashville? Well, I can't replicate myself. I can't even explain myself to myself. And I don't know how to explain what I'm doing anyways to someone else. I'm only learning how to explain it. So I don't know how to tell you, you know, that kind of information. Um, sorry, I'm not trying to withhold it. I literally don't know how. I don't have it. <laughs> I literally don't have it. Um, so, but anyways, it's like, by, it's a weird thing from behind the scenes. You want it all, they want it all, or they were, I don't know if they still do, want it all to be um, very like cut and dry come in please be the muse behind the instrument while we shoot you on camera if you're at nashville and then let's um you know we're gonna go home and thank you for being there and we're hoping the audience enjoyed your muse like in, um interpretation uh, or dance on stage and it's like no you know they are still playing and it does take skill and i'm not just i'm not trying to like disown any of that like it do, they do practice and they are good musicians they're very good musicians uh 
They really are. And lots of them are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet, too. Um, I'm just saying how I'm trying to just point out how behind the scenes there's like that dilemma. And I'm like, what is like it's like there's like a disconnect. There was like a disconnect between like the leadership and like the actual like people who like making the show happen on on the stage, you know. It's like almost a disconnect. And I'm, it's not just there where I was at. It was everywhere. Like, I, I could see it. You can just see it. Like, even with the church that I went to with Trent, although that church was a lot better. That church was way better at it. But um, they just seemed like they had more, more of their stuff together. Um, like, better work-life balance stuff. Like, it was like a mess over here um, in Nashville. So I, I just like, it was just like one of those hard things that I'm, over, I'm having to overcome that's like, okay, I don't know how I could ever go back on the road and mix again because if I'm using digital console and I'm using all this hi-fi speaker stuff and my ears going to distort because it's not, it's like, it's like, it's like speakers, not pressure anymore. It's like, it's like uh, you're listening to your iPod headphones, you know? It's like the iPod he- headphones, you know? I don't know. They don't, they don't sound as good as like, say, some, some like Sure, even Sure E2s. They, not, they don't uh, sound as good. They're more hi-fi and stuff. So I don't know. The one thing I can't understand is maybe... Everyone else's ears adjusted, except for mine. I don't know. But mine seem to naturally re- resolve themselves to a certain place. Uh, and it allows me to, like, um, know what's, n- like, neutral or equal or balanced. Or it's like my whole system is balanced, you know? It's like an equilibrium thing. So I kind of know what seems natural to me. So if, like, you listen to, like, for instance, like a Corinne Bailey Ray thing, like, you'll, you'll hear the, um, you'll hear it. You'll hear, like, the, the way I, it's, like, v- more vintage sounding because it's got, like, low-end pressure. You can tell it has, like, very analog-like feels to it or analog-like vinyl-like feeling to it compared to, like, the digital stuff these days. And so, um, it's just a thing I'm noticing. I don't, like, it's like, the, if it's too high-end, it's like people want to almost always get on their phones, I noticed the pattern. It happened all the time. I just tested things out all the time. My brain gets bored sometimes with when it just sits there. But I did meditations all the time there too. I uh, learned how to do on do meditation literally on like while pastor is speaking on stage the whole time. You get super quiet and then you go to loud sound and it's like a weird thing, a weird experience. But it kind of was fun too at the same time to do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's one of those weird things that the whole, the whole frequency response, like, I basically, I couldn't ever get the frequency response to be correct anymore after COVID. No matter how hard I tried, it wouldn't work. I couldn't do it. I figured out how to do it on a computer 
where I almost max, I basically maxed out the computer with plugins and I figured out how to make it, make an analog sounding thing out of it in a digital box. I figured it out, but it's weird stuff. It's not, it's not stuff. It's just weird stuff. Like the session I had was always set up the same way. And it's almost like um, you could just throw the audio through it. And it was kind of like instant, instant analog. And then you adjust from there. And it was amazing because it's like my ears finally were able to learn how to relax again. Uh, but it couldn't do, like, then it would go to live stuff. And it's like, again, uh, this relates to the other day, I think. Uh, it's like, um, I go to live stuff and it's like the bodies are all vibrating in a state of fear. So I'm like in... I have it drawn out on this thing, like this art thing I call the autistic. Anyways, they're numbered. And it's like one of them says what running church sound feels like to me out, out like where I am at front of house. And it's like, well, after COVID, it felt like running sound waves or vibrations or frequencies or waveforms or whatever in through into an environment and competing with all the bodies vibrating in a state of fear still from covid like everyone wearing a mask that's that's fear uh whether you deny it don't know whatever it's at some level it's gonna be fear i I don't want to say promise. Okay, moving on. Um, you know, you could have good intentions and the intentions, but, but like your, your, it's like showing your mind and your body that something on your, the outside of you is wrong in the environment when you're wearing the mask. It's simple. So it's a fear thing. So the body's all vibrating like fear because a lot of people still wearing masks. And it's like me trying to, comp- to use a freaking console and computer and plugins and crap through a PA to figure out how to literally um, like correct all the frequencies in the room or make it sound better, but dealing with all of the different varieties of anxiety and worry and stress vibrating from the human bodies. It's like you're mixing in like a contaminated-like environment, especially like, you know, I don't even have a clue how chemicals could inv- affect something like this or if they are, they do, but it's like they affected my smell, you know, and I would get a headache and I had to go tell someone that like I couldn't do it. If you're going to, like, if we're doing this, I'm, I can't be here if you're going to, like, have chemical crap going through, this, through the space. My head is literally having a headache. I don't know how I can sit in the middle of the room the whole time with a headache going on, knowing that I'm doing it to myself by breathing in these chemicals. I don't think I can do that. I'm sorry, but I think that might hit my limit uh, because I'm aware of it. So... It's like, I don't, like, if it's affecting my head, it's affecting the way I could perform or the way I could know it could be, you know? And so, with the vibrating bodies of fear, it's really challenging to, like, use AI console speaker stuff, microphones, the whole deal, to, to compete with, like, real-life 
emotions and vibrating bodies inside the room at the same time. It's like mixing in a nightmare. Not, it's like not even, I don't even know if it could be healthy for me. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, it doesn't seem like it could be healthy uh, for me at this moment to even try. So it's, a th- it's an interesting thing to observe though. Be- that's what I was doing. I was observing like why can't, like literally I have used the same freaking th- like three songs to tune a PA for my life. Only ones I would ever use to tune it because it does the right frequency response. Only problem is it wouldn't work after COVID and I had the same, I literally had the same exact setup. The same PA, the same spa- spot, the sa- like hung the same way, eight boxes or whatever. There was the subs underneath, they were all the same. I literally had all the same amps, the same cables. I had the same console. I had the same computer with the plugins. I had the whole thing the same before and after COVID and there was no difference. Whatsoever, not even two different. I didn't even have different cables running. It was all the same, for the most part, until I went through and like made it d- cleaner. Um, but it was all the same stuff, same console, same presets, same everything. And it's like I hit play, um, uh, you know, after COVID happened, and we hit play the first time in a in a live space, and it was like. My brain was like, what happened? This is not how it used to sound. Like, why? What's, what is going on here? Like, I can't even use this. So it's like, okay, let's start over. And I'm like, wait a second, start over? We've literally been in this room. I've been in this room like four years. And I've literally dialed the dang thing in as best I know how within my ability over the course of four years. And it's on one console or basically one console, most of it. And it's like, uh, that one console is like my little like detailed machine of, of what that space could, is best like based on my, the way I hear it, you know? And it's like, uh, what happened? Like, what, what, like, it's not even different band members. It's not even different gear on stage. But after COVID, it didn't work anymore. The whole setup stopped working. I couldn't figure it out, you know? And then it just dawned on me the one time I'm sitting there, that it just dawned on me that, like, uh, this whole thing is because, like, the COVID thing, it's messing up the energy field, or, and, and the energy field is affecting the sound field in this room. And it's affecting my ear, and my ear can't hear properly sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. And I was like, what is going on with this crap? Why is it doing this? And it's like, for the life of me, I tried to literally adjust the whole thing to make it right. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't do it. Couldn't find anything that could do it. Because it was getting, it was not, it was not, it's like, what did Trent say about it? It's like... (laughs) Um, I don't think he used these words, but he might have. Um, he said something like, uh, don't, like if you're giving me chocolate from stage and expecting me to create a strawberry, um, I might be able to create an orange, but I don't know if I can do the strawberry every time. 
because if it's chocolate, they should probably be a little more like an orange for me to be able to make it like strawberry. So like, why don't we make them be like a strawberry on stage first? And then I can also enhance that strawberry and make it better. I can't, al- I can't also make it, I can't enhance a chocolate to become a strawberry. I can't do that. So because I can't do that, um, I can at least do an orange and that makes me consistent. The fact that I have the ability to like patch and repair what is coming from stage to me means that I can make things consistent for the room and so that the, um, you know, um, the big business ones in, in running the place, they don't, they, they're kind of like, they can't hear that kind of detail. And so it's like they see people around happy. That's all they care about. And it's like, yeah, but like you're, you're, you're missing what's going on here. What, like why can't, like literally I go visit another campus on a Sunday. It's still the same thing. Like they can't make it sound right. It's like I could literally, I stopped having the ability to make it sound right. The only place I could make it sound right was on a computer. And that's if I spent, I mean, I would say for a given week, I would spend approximately, I hope no one else hears this, I would spend probably 60 hours a week on like a three song mix, trying to learn enough how to replicate sound naturally through the environment, through like literal like sound pressure, not frequency, like not, not audible frequencies, like sound pressure. It's a different type of mixing. It's a different type of sound field. I didn't, I didn't know there could be difference. Now I'm realizing there is. There's like difference. There's, there's what your ears hear or can hear, but if you have feels inside of you, you're in a sound pressure field, not a sound field. A sound field is like, 3D or 2D, it's what Digico does precisely well, probably best out there, my opinion. Or a Studio console is very similar. Like you can, I can tell by the way they sound. Um, but the it's the uh, it's the like it's the. It's just like those, th- they're too clean and it's not, it's not a, a sound pressure field anymore. It's not a pressure field. So my body doesn't know, it's like my body's sitting here and it's like, li- it like only is picking up like a halfway, a half sound. It's like picking up half sound. It like, uh, ha- but it's like, cause it's missing the pressure and only like the analog consoles create that kind of, they, it creates like movements in the sound, like movement in the sound, like literally it creates movement in the sound and that's the pressure. And I don't know why, but the new stuff with, and it might be the consoles, like it's too digital. I don't know. Like it's so AI clear, clean and precise. It's like, I don't understand why they do, why people are doing that. Like you, like what happened to harmonics and stuff that are like natural? How do we recreate those? Like, um, please and thank you. It's like, uh, we just like, I don't know what's going on, but the whole, 
Like every every place I go to, it seems like the high end is always tuned too high. And it's like I don't know if everyone's listening to the head like to iPod headphones too much or whatever. Uh but it, it's a it's a weird thing because it's like I you can't I can't even go and enjoy the show because it's like the star singer of the show is too much high end. Like the whole time. Like in my brain sitting here and my brain's like, okay. I've got to figure out how to just stop complaining. And then I'm just like, okay, let me not complain about it. And let me show you what I mean a different way. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, is that person mixing for that artist at a venue, mixing, you know, three, 4,000 people, something, I don't know. I didn't really care to look or try to count it. Um, that you're telling me that person's full time job is that basically, and you're also telling they like tour on the road with a boss, and you're telling me that literally, uh, that's the best he can do with that vocal, and I'm trying to figure out if my ears just literally hear it different than most people's, because if that's the best that he could do, then. I applaud you 100% and I'm, please take no offense to anything I'm saying, literally, but I'm trying to figure out, like, if it's not the best, like, why couldn't he hear it, why couldn't he hear it, I mean, you're sitting, you sit there, you know, you mix a show, I mix the show, you're sitting there for an hour, like an hour, it's like, why do you like come out the gate and every show you're just like any, any like tiny imperfection is like just chalk it up to the room and call today. It's like, why are we doing that? Uh, why don't we change it so it sounds a little better? It's like, it's like, I, did, were you literally listening to the mix, but not listening to the vocal? Yet the vocal's like the loudest thing out there because of the freaking high end on the, 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 yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, I couldn't even, my ears couldn't tolerate it. Same thing happened at a U2 show in Phoenix. I went to one time at like, whatever the Arizona Cardinal Stadium was. It's like, it's like two, like, I was like, where's the low end? What happened? This is U2, you know, something I'm noticing. And I go back to the next day or the next couple of days and we're on tour and we do a show like with Skillet and it's like, oh, there's the low end again. It's only in this PA. What happened? I mean, I might wear U2 and it's like, you know, the computers and stuff, they're already out because they got the lightest, like the best gear. And it's like, uh, I don't know what's going on and why people's like, what's going like how... Why that PA from U2 can't do the low-end thing like the, the one that I have. I mean, this one's like, there's a puny thing compared to the U2 thing, you know? And it's like the whole mix is, is like so not low-end driven. So there's no bottom floor. Like the bottom floor feels more like the top end. And it's like your ears, my ears like invert when it happens. And it makes it sound all funky and distorts my ears. My right ear specifically. And my left ear seems pretty okay with it, but my right ear gets distorted when it doesn't happen. 
when there's too much high end versus low and the high end becomes the bottom floor. It's, it's a weird thing. It's a weird effect that happens. But like I said, you can listen to like some sure E2s and listen to records like Maroon 5. See, okay, I'm going to and it will sound good. And I was going to say, um, and your ears, my ears will be fine with that. I can literally turn the volume all the way up on the iPhone. My ears are totally cool with it. Even like a DJ Shadow record, DJ Shadow stuff would, is totally cool too. Like the one that's like in tune and in time. That one's a real good one for my ears that like really likes it. Because um, there's lots of movements going around in it. It's lots of different type of stuff going on, you know. But um, the, the interesting thing I was going to say is this is not just a jab at like big church or like companies or anything like that. I'm noticing the same thing in like the brand new like Mazda's, uh, like I have a new Mazda 3 thing uh, after my truck literally couldn't revive it after like way too many trips to the to the diesel place um the mazda it's like the 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 f-250 i had like the the stereo on it was at least tuned pretty well still like pretty balanced but you got i get in the, the new mazda 3 and stuff and it's like it's like so much high end i can't even and it's so hi-fi i can't even figure out how to make it less digital sounding and it's so wrong sounding to my brain that it just can't listen like it literally causes there's like that weird effect that you can find on google so it's one of these weird labels um but basically it's like you're 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 you have um trouble like listening to trouble with listening to like um disturbing noises or something like that i don't know remember what it's called but I remember looking or hearing about it from someone. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know really. There's not really a whole lot to do except for like change the frequency response. But then like you're gonna like I don't. I'm pretty sure the boxes could handle it because I could I could halfway replicate it um, pretty well and keep it pretty balanced, but. I never got it really well um, because there was way too many like timing errors. It's just like a whole slew of them. Like the, there's just the pressure. I could recreate the pressure field um, and it, it was amazing sometimes, but it was depicted mostly on the, the type of audience that would show up. Like I could do my part in the morning and in, in the, it was like a weird type of, and the band could do their part too. And then like as a weird type of audience that would pop up and as the weird type of audience popped up, um, like no longer sounded good. And I'd be like, man, it sounded so good before that. I'm going to leave it out. I'm not changing this dang thing. And it's like next service comes around, like just an hour or something later. And the whole thing sounds way better. And I'm like, you know, talking to people and they don't seem to even have a clue that there was any difference. And I, like observing people and they say, oh, the, the, the first service was way better. And I'm like, man, you literally can't hear the pressure field, can you? You can't feel the pressure field. You're feeling, you're hearing things different than I am experiencing them. Or you're, whatever you're doing with how you experience it is different than how I experience it. So I'm sitting here creating a better pressure field at the 11 or the whatever service. And 
that's the one that, sound, that feels and sounds the best to me. And I'm like, you're the one telling me that other one didn't sound or sounded better. And I'm like, that's because you're not feeling the pressure field. If you felt the pressure field too, um, it would be different. You'd probably be speaking a different story. So I don't know how else to say it, but there are tricks I've learned to recreate the pressure field. Um, they just require like there's a there's like there's there's a basically there's a plugin that I figured out if you could develop, and I don't know all the depth specs on it, but I understand enough to where if I could like if it was developed, it would be like almost like automatic pressure field mode so that you could like paint your paint your like cherries on top. It would like automatically make something from chocolate to stro- like to an orange in one go without you doing a dang thing to it. Automatic mode. And then you could paint the orange to the chocolate or to the strawberry. And the whole thing lines become like a, like a better, much better strawberry. And you at least got it from the chocolate beyond the orange. It's like I could figure out how to do it, but it was a very messy way. But I've still figured it out, but I maxed out like computer plugin power stuff all the time. Um, so... What I mean is you can literally just have like a very natural sounding thing from the get-go regardless of what signal you're sent in. And then from there you can paint on top. But you at least have the pressure field correct underneath. The pressure field, the low end stuff, the, you know, everything is like full spectrum sounds when it's right if it's like you cut out if you cut out the whole low end like on a high pass or the high end on a low, high pass you are literally affecting like the pressure field like the noise floor the pressure field of the mix and it's like no everything's literally if it it's better to start uh, again, just my opinion, it's better to start with an, like, a great pressure field and then do the cherries on top and see what you can get because Oftentimes you create you 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 recreate uh, recorrect the pressure field and there's not even a need to do anything. It's like literally on the old consoles and analog consoles. Half the time, you could almost like compress your way out of EQing so that you could like literally get a signal in like bass specifically guitars even sometimes. You know, guitar cabs have changed these days. You can't get... That's the thing about the Kemper amps, right? You can't get... They're digital. They're all digital. You can't get the pressure anymore. You don't get the air movement. You don't get the air pressure. You can't get the same sound. You can't. It's not even possible. It's literally not even possible. It's not even possible with the physics. Literally impossible. So you're missing the whole thing. And... um. Yeah, it's it's a strange thing. So even guitars like with the better cabs and better speakers, they at least like the better speakers and better cabs at least 
like will replicate the distortion sound on the pedal board a little from a guitar player a bit cleaner in a bit better way than say the the crappier speakers and stuff the lower end speakers and so um you're not looking for clarity you're looking for like harmonic i don't know right words i sometimes can't find the right words harmonically um like marrying harmonics together like i don't i don't know i don't know why we not why it's like anyways it's to get out of the weeds with it it's just it's one of those things uh, I've just come to notice, and I don't know how other of it, how else it's affecting other bodies, but I know how it's affecting my body and how it does affect my body, and so I know that like I would have to like okay, one last thing for anyone who knows a thing about this or cares. Basically, what I learned to do at these festivals and stuff you would go to is PA is always tuned by the company, right? Well, it's like I would literally and initially go out, listen to like two or three other bands. You could tell the way the PA was tuned. You could just make a memory marker of the way the PA was kind of tuned. So you get to the console. The first thing I would do was use my memory marker of how the PA was tuned and literally auto-correct it from my own brain, from what I heard before, and auto-correct it before I even did a single other thing. Because I could tell, like, every single guy going up to the console has, like, a 4K problem. It's too loud. Everybody else has, like, a 250 problem. It's too, it's too muddy. So it's like, okay, those are the two big things I hear from the collective other mi- guys mixing. And they can't, they all, it's like all the bands going through it have the same sounding error, so to speak, to my ears. So... I'm going to literally go to the console. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Then I'll just do whatever I need to from there. Because at least I know the PA is tuned better than it was. And that's a better starting point than anything else. It's like I can almost, if I had the same settings from like a setting saves, I could literally walk up to a console, do that little tuning. And half the time I wouldn't even touch anything from there. Because it was so, I could get so accurate with it. But then over time, it's like uh, the PA gets more complicated with like details of the way that they're built and you get more processing and all this other stuff going on and gets all digital. And it's like I lost the ability to do stuff like that really well because it was like um, the PAs, they were all... um, they were like, there was different issues now. There's like phasing issues between boxes. You know, there's, um, man, there's one show I did somewhere out in like, it's like Biker's Place, uh, way out west, northwest somewhere. I don't know, Montana? I can't remember. And literally, it's like the big biker thing that goes out there and every biker goes. And I did a show, I think it was with Shinedown maybe, when I was with Skillet. And it's like, that PA was, might be hands down the worst thing I've ever come into contact with. But it wasn't a problem with the pressure field. It wasn't even a problem with like anything other than it was like so out of phase. I was like, it's like, you know, 
how do you, like, am I just like, how do people not hear this stuff? Or like, like these are big, the big companies like sending it out, you know, big companies doing this. It's like, what? I'm just confused as to how to fix it, you know? Like, because it's like, we're making it all more complicated, but in the process, it's like we're, we're, we're like taking out elements of things that like used to make like your body want to dance, you know? You're, if you don't feel the low end, your body doesn't want to dance. If you don't have the low end, your body doesn't want to dance. How do we get the body involved again and, not, and get every, all of it out of the mind? How does it get out of the mind, out of just the head and into the body too? Why can't they both, they both need to be a participant in it. And that doesn't mean just clapping. It's like you, you, you need the music to inv- like get involving your claps. You know, like the low end, the kick, the, the bass, you know, the 808s, whatever. Like you need all that to like get involved, like to, to like almost like keep your body in a feel state to keep it clapping. Don't know where where it all went wrong, um, but that's what I mean. It's like I, it's like, what happened to the low end? What like it's like it's like almost PA sound like they cut off at like eighty hertz these days. Don't know why. That's not that's not great, and it's not because it's not because of anything other than there's just not enough boxes of low end. It's not probably anything else. It's not enough boxes alone. And then the, the total thing that's the total norm for you to do is basically walk up to a, to a console and you think you, you know, because of relativity, like hearing rel- or feeling relativity, hearing sound pressure relativity, whatever, sound field stuff, um, you relatively like hearing it without low end for a while and it's like trying to add a little bit at a time is better than adding a whole lot at once because it's going to be a big jump for people. And a lot of people, especially like a church, uh, a lot of people be like, what's happened? It's like they only notice if you like, if you like make a like 3 billion percent change on your, on your console, but they don't notice anything if you're in the first billion percent. And I'm like, wow, this is weird, but okay. Um, so anyways, hope any of this makes sense to anyone and yeah.